<clears throat> Hi, and welcome to the first ever Great Cranberry Island Historical Society blog post. With everyone in isolation, I wanted to look into the lonely life of a lighthouse keeper. There are two lighthouses on the Cranberry Isles. There is the Baker Island Light and the Bear Island Lighthouse. Bear Island is the first island that you see when you leave Northeast Harbor, and it's a very small island. And when I was looking at information on the Historical Society website, I found an interesting article from the Bar Harbor Times, and it was dated April 6, 1989, about the Bear Island Lighthouse, and it was written by Lolita Baldwin, and I'd like to share that with you today. Keeping the Bear Island Lighthouse was a dream come true for, Stan for Terry and Nancy Stanley when the opportunity, opportunity arose back in the 1950s. Up until then, the young couple had not been able to live together on a regular basis. A third-class engine man in the U.S. Coast Guard, Stanley had been transferred from the Southwest Harbor Base to a light ship in Rhode Island after having been married for only a year. So when the light station became available, Stanley and his wife jumped at the chance. Family lights were sought after then. It was a way for them to be together, he recalled. Located outside of Northeast Harbor, the Bear Island Lighthouse guarded the entrance to both the eastern and western ways until it was decommissioned and replaced by a light buoy in, the in 1981. <clears throat> As a lightkeeper, Terry Stanley was responsible for lighting the acetylene-fueled beacon shortly after sundown and extinguishing it after dawn the next day. When the fog rolled in, the keeper was also charged with running a fog warning bell, which used to stand in a white pyramid-shaped structure on the southern side of the island. It worked like a Swiss clock, recalled Stanley. You cranked weights up to the top of the tower and rang the bell every so many minutes. When not tending the lighthouse, the keeper would scrape and paint the exterior of the buildings in the summer, and during the winter he would strip and varnish the floors and do other needed work on the interior of the lighthouse. Back in the 50s, the Bear Island Lighthouse came with a life-saving dog named Cleo. When we took her ashore, she didn't know what to make of all the cars, Stanley's wife remembered. Of course, she'd only seen boats up till then. A spunky and energetic woman, Stanley's wife often ventured by herself in a small outboard motorboat to fetch mail and groceries and other supplies in Northeast Harbor. Once in the slip at Bear Island, she would nimbly leap out of the boat and hook it up and haul it with a gasoline-powered wench from inside the boathouse. Back then, a tramway was used to haul the acetylene, the propane gas, and other supplies up the steep, rocky facade of the island. Cooking was a challenge at the light station. The kitchen was equipped with a huge refrigerator, but the freezer compartment could only hold one ice tray. We ate an awful lot of macaroni and cheese, tuna casserole, and spam, laughed Stanley's wife. Despite the limited resources on the tiny island, she still found plenty of activities to fill her time. I knitted, I had fun making clothes with an old pedal sewing machine, and I also wrote a lot of letters, something you just don't have time for these days. In spite of the many hours spent on lighthouse duties, Stanley found time to lobster, fish for cod and haddock, abundant then, and carve wooden fish, birds, and other creatures on the side. We just loved it there, recalled Stanley's wife. 
she and her husband would spend their evenings playing cards, cribbage, and watching television. But looking back, Stanley believes lighthouse keeping is best suited for a young couple. Too much lugging and tugging, he remembered. You could wear out a loaf of bread before you even got it home. That unique way of life is rapidly disappearing. One of the lighthouses of the lighthouses gracing Maine's rocky coast, only one is still man-powered, and it is scheduled to be automated sometime this year. Well, since that article was written back in 1989, that is a vanishing way of life. And now we're all isolated, aren't we? But I hope this cheered you up, and I hope you come back for more posts here at the Cranberry Island Historical Society blog post. Thank you, and have a good night.